Hey everybody, what's going on? Curtis here from the PA Pound Driver Podcast. You are back. You are listening to episode number 36. That's right, number 36. Closing up on our one-year anniversary show, which will be episode number 38. Uh, get excited for that one. Coming at you a bit early again on this one. Again, it's Tuesday, guys. I normally like to upload Sunday. It's been a crazy weekend, so we're getting it uploaded Tuesday. So I, I don't think Tuesday will become our new day. I'm hoping, again to get back to our normal schedule of Sunday. But anyways, in that uh, stated there, we will be going over Raw from November 9th, Monday the 9th, on from that week. Uh, so I hope you enjoy. Uh, we recorded a little bit of a different setting. Brian and I were together, actually, with, with a special guest, which you will find out here in a minute. Um, we were together in our headquarters, I guess you could call, and uh, Brian and or, uh, excuse me, Chris and Mario joining via Zoom there. Um, so it was it was a definitely fun one. Just a warning that Brian had approximately five cups of coffee before beginning this episode, so he is a little hyped up in this. He has since calmed down. I think I haven't seen him since, but uh, it was he was a little hyper. So give it up for episode number thirty-six. Hope you enjoy. What's going on, guys? We are back. Episode number 30-something, folks. Oh, no. 36? Are you sure it's 36? It is. It's 36. Episode nice. 36 of the PA. Probably shouldn't do that Pile Driver podcast. Um, guys, well, two more till the year episode, right? Two more. Oh, yeah. Two more weeks till our, our one-year spectacular. And we'll go through our best moments. And maybe even – maybe oh, some low moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay bud Ryan uh, knows those ones the highlight i think this year oh we'll talk about the highlights in two more episodes maybe we just like get our best moments and just put it all into one episode perfect just snippets maybe in the uh, weeks leading up we should cut promos on each other and interject them throughout the episode it's a good idea could be huge huge yeah. Hey, episode, what is 36? 36. I got some comments on episode 35. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Got a couple, uh, you listen couple to boys over here thinking they're going to make me proud talking about New Japan. Don't even hey. know how to pronounce names right. You can't take that away from me. <laughs> we did good. We, I, hey. I was going to say, I thought we did good. Hey, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about Cody Rhodes' last name for a second. Because clearly, you mm, guys yes. aren't informed. Some fact-checking. So, uh, not years, months ago, WWE let their trademark ownership of Rhodes lapse. And when it lapsed, they, uh, they have like 30 days to, to pick it up again. And they let it go 30 days. And then Cody Rhodes applied for it. And then WWE oh. applied for it again to maintain it. And that was months ago. And then recently, Got Cody Rhodes had ownership of a few WCW pay-per-view names, I think, that he inherited from his father. He let those uh, trademarks go. And I'm not sure if it's official or this is like a, like a low-key way. I'm not sure if there's conversations had behind the scenes. But when he let those go, they let Rhodes go. And now Rhodes officially belongs to Cody. And WWE has those pay-per-view names that belong to them. Wow. Don't you love how he positioned this as if we were both wrong, but instead we were both right? Uh, yeah. I was more <laughs> or less upset by the confusion that you guys just didn't, 
didn't know the whole story. Well, I'm really glad that you Googled that for us. Very also, good. it's it's pronounced Tetsuya Naito. That's the uh, the IWGBW champion. So uh, you guys uh, might want to get that wow. one right. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah, we don't want him to do this. <laughs> well, while we have everyone's attention surrounding New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, oh. Wrestle Kingdom oh. is January 4th and 5th. So I hope you guys are ready for arguably the best wrestling show that happens outside of uh, America. It's, it's when it comes up is that's the, like I've seen the last five maybe and I've gone back and watched a lot of the the amazing matches from previous ones um right now Hideo Itami aka Kenta he's the number one contender for John Moxley's U.S. title mm-hmm. um Jay White not only took the briefcase from uh Kota Ibushi but he's the first guy ever to take the G1 Climax's winner's uh contract from him and so we're gonna have uh naito versus white at wrestle kingdom and they'll be on night two but in the aftermath of that naito said that kota ibushi won the g1 he deserves a title shot so i'm going to defend night one against kota ibushi and then the winner of that will face jay white uh for iwgp w uh double championship nice um oh also you guys talked about uh Best of the Super Juniors coming to America? Uh, no. It's the Super J Cup USA is in America, and the Best of the Super Wait, Juniors is in When did we uh, ever say Japan. something was coming to America? We talked – you guys talked either about uh, – you, either the people you were listing off in that tournament for the Junior Heavyweight uh, tournament. Yeah. Those are the guys in the Super J Cup USA. That's Those what are not said. the guys – in the uh, best of the super juniors, oh, which is also I'm, happening right now. Got I'm it. fairly certain I said super Jacob because I was reading it off of a graphic from Fight TV. Yeah, because I remember Chris was like, "Oh, Chris Bay is going to be in it." And like, yeah, I remember. I remember now. Okay. All right. All right. Well, anyways, two junior heavyweight tournaments are going on simultaneously, super close to Wrestle Kingdom. They're either going to have both the winners face each other before Wrestle Kingdom. Night one of Wrestle Kingdom and then a title match next, or who knows? But uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Other New Japan news has uh, the World Tag Leagues going on currently, and um, Will Ospreay started a new faction that's the uh, Empire. And yes. if any American talent or outside of Japan talent is going to be competing at Wrestle Kingdom, they need to be in Japan by December 20th, if they want right. to be able to get there, isolate, and Let's book uh, our flights, boys. Perform. Go fight them. Oh, also, what? I don't know why I put this into these notes, but uh, Walter versus Aya Dragunov. Did, did you guys talk about that oh, match? Oh, man. Yes, Chris talked about match, it. Match of the year, baby. That I thought, from what I've been seeing, that it would be overhyped, but it was worth every bit of the hype. They beat each other. It was like a it was borderline oh, shoot yeah. fight. That was it was really good. You can't see those matches very often because no yeah. one's body could handle that. You know, plus with, with no blood or tacks or ladders or tables. You know, it was all mm-hmm. just bashing people. It's very good. Yeah. So that's my notes on the PA Pal Driver uh, from last week, with a few notes and some New Japan Pro Wrestling in there. So, uh, so yeah. All right. Wow. There you go. Was that quick enough for you? That was pretty quick because, guys. That was excellent, Mario. 
Wow, the love. So we're gonna talk about full gear. Uh, yeah, but before we start talking, oh yeah, the end, guys, make sure you stay to the end because we're doing our. This, the, the title of this episode is "Odd to Jericho." So I mean, is it an odd or ode? Is it odd ode? No, I think it's an ode to Jericho. Yeah, it's for sure an ode. Thank you. That's oh, odd. Hey yo. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. I see how it's gonna be. But yes, we're gonna talk about <laughs> we're gonna talk about full gear from last weekend. Um, very nice. Very nice. Is that nice? My yeah. wife. What? Nothing. <laughs> Just what twenty twenty needed, by the way. Borat imp- impersonations <laughs> yeah. coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I never quit. <laughs> so uh, we have the results. Yes. Uh, in the buy-in, Serena Deeb defeated Allison K by submission to retain the NWA Women's World Championship. By the way, they just announced for Dynamite this coming Wednesday, uh, rematch Serena Deeb versus uh, Thunder Rosa. Thunder so Rosa's that'll be back. Uh, and then we had the AEW World Championship Tournament Final, number one contendership between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page. Kenny getting the win in that. Kind of an underwhelming match from what I've read. Um, then we have Orange Cassidy defeating John Silver. Uh, that was a fun one. I love John Silver. Do, do you? Do you yeah, know what I, my YouTube suggested the other day? Hmm. His Tough Enough tryout video that WWE posted on their YouTube channel. Oh, sweet. It only has like 14,000 views, but I'm like, okay. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. Thanks. Yeah, I saw him at Old Forge uh, a couple years ago yeah. with uh, some promotion that came through, and then he's been one of my favorite dark order folks i think like generally i was looking at a uh, a fight tv like thread the other day about like um aw who should be champion like it was one of those like who isn't a champion but should be or something and a lot of people were like john silver is gonna they had him as like world champion in some cases which i wouldn't have pegged but yeah i could see him he's real popular more popular than i thought yeah uh then we had kind of a non-expected unexpected non-expected unexpected uh we have darby allen versus cody mm. rhodes by the way the first mm. time it was announced cody rhodes um cody dropping the belt to yeah. darby allen like i don't know how i feel about that yet it was a little quick i'm yeah. pretty excited i like they've that he a, has it they've had a lot of matches already so like i'm glad that they uh uh this could probably signal the end of this feud between Cody and Darby, they've had four matches now, I think, over the past six months, uh, mm-hmm. which is great. I love how they, they draw everything out. But um, the executive VPs being champions, people associating the TNT championship with Cody saying it's his belt, it kind of uh, – if I was him, I would want to get the belt off myself. And they're about building up their brand. So they need to start being like, these guys aren't the up-and-comers. These are today. We're not the We're not the – low leagues we're not the junior leagues we are where we are we're we are the premier wrestling promotion just like how we are the premier wrestling podcast <laughs> and uh with darby being the champ i'm excited to see what kind of matches he's gonna have and with who or whom yeah which one is it with whom yeah with whom it seemed to me that he was like he was a, a a champion for tnt though you know like he's also hosting that show on tnt that Go big or whatever it was. Yeah, okay, it was I don't T- know what TBS. It. I thought. Oh, was that TBS? The, the the Go Big Show with Snoop Dogg, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Um, Burt Kreischer. They uh Dawson. How, yeah, how some do I say lady. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it seemed like they wanted him to have it because he was elevating like the 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 station almost, you know. Mm-hmm. But all right. Then we had the AEW women's world championship match, Hikaru Shida defeating Nyla Rose to retain. Uh, then we had the Young Bucks versus FTR. Uh, new champs. Jeff called it. Jeff, yes, he did. Missing today, Jeff. But Jeff called it. New tag team champions, the Young Bucks. Um, and then we had the uh, elite deletion match between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Uh, uh, Matt Hardy getting the win. Woo! Woo! They tied up some loose ends in that too, in that yeah. cinematic match. Yeah. And we finally know who was holding down Hurricane Helms. Um, yeah, I saw this meme. It's like it was a picture of Sting. It's like what we thought we were gonna get versus what we got it, and it was a picture of Gangrel. <laughs> I was like, like yeah, kidnapped for years. It's funny how the stories just developed from Impact to WWE, and now it's coming to a conclusion in uh, AEW. Hmm. So, all right. Then we had MJF versus Chris Jericho. MJF is your new member. Well, him as well as Wardlow of the inner circle. Um, Did they mention that Wardlow was coming in the inner circle too? I felt like that wasn't said until after he won. Yeah, it was like when they were inducting him and I was like, oh, Wardlow's coming too. Well, he said it um, in the match or at the end of the match at full gear. Yeah. And I thought that maybe he just like uh, ad-libbed and added him or like they forgot to mention it, the whole buildup of the pay-per-view. Yeah. It seemed <laughs> haphazard. <laughs> um, but then in our main event of the evening, I'm ready for Chris to go all geeky here. Yep. <laughs> I quit Matt. John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, still your AEW champion. John Moxley. But Chris, what do you, I know you, you've got to got something to say, right? It was a great match. It was brutal. And, and even Eddie losing, he is the star of every show he's on, even when he loses, even though he loses often. <laughs> we'll come back on Dynamite, but he was the star again Wednesday night. He looked like a wannabe basketball player. Anyways. Yeah, the, I, I didn't care for his clothes. but The spot with the uh, rubbing alcohol on mm. the tack cuts. Uh, has everyone seen this match? Oh my gosh, you guys are you guys missed out. Barbed wire uses mm-hmm. like they almost you know the, the the thing the mafia does with the razor wire. What they where do? they like they wrap around the neck and they choke people out with the razor wire. Yeah, uh, they kind of did that spot at one point with um, I think it was around Moxley's neck. Um, mm-hmm. Brutal. Yanko. Obviously, tax were out. Obviously, they're getting brutalized. But the, the thing about the rubbing alcohol, what happened was is, is um, John Moxley is literally bleeding from every spot in his body because he's so cut up. And uh, he brings out a bottle of rubbing alcohol. He opens it up, and he just pours it all over John Moxley's body. So, like, you know, when you clean out a cut, how it stings. So just imagine the, the whole spot, essentially, is them just, like, making John Moxley just feel every cut again. It was, it was done really well. Good. Brutal match, but not like disgustingly brutal either. Yeah. That was full gear. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So, solid show. Solid. Huh? Metal gear solid. Blue collar solid. Blue collar solid. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Not no, that solid. That comes later. That comes later. 
All right, Chris, what happened on Monday? Well, we open with Ms. TV uh, shaking it up with the New Day and RKO's happen and McIntyre's there and ends up being like a three-on-three situation. What do you say? Huh? He said nobody cares because I was thumbs down and because I hate to oh. bet because he took Otis's money in the bank thing. Yeah. <laughs> I also – I read something that said Otis is still money in the bank holder. You know what the Miz because, deserves? But because – Super kick to the face. <laughs> because Otis moved the contract from the briefcase to a lunchbox. So technically, Otis <laughs> might uh-huh. still have it. That'd be fun. I would like that. I don't think that's real. I don't think that's, that's real. Like a Miz is gonna crack the case and it's just gonna be empty. It's gonna be empty. Yeah. That's good. I was as long like, as they have a cinematic fade away, right, ready in the wings, where it, yeah. like, and then it's just showing like with the foggy vision, just Otis opening, <laughs> like showing us from weeks ago or months ago. <laughs> That'd be good. But anyways. Then or we even have, have him, even have him even have oh sorry sorry to interrupt but even have the Miz win, have him break the contract in. They ring the bell. Yeah, he yeah. wins the match, and then like as he's like holding up the belt, the ref like takes a belt from him. He's yeah. like, "What is this?" And it's like an empty case. What are you What are you doing? You didn't- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bit. I like it. Like it. Book like it. Then we have the final member of Team Raw decided where Riddle defeats Elias and Jeff Hardy, who I thought would never touch each other again, but here they are wrestling some more. Here they are. <laughs> <laughs> Lana goes through a table again. What's um, that, eight? What's that? Was that eight? Um, I'm getting I'm confirmation sure. that it was. Yeah, do that, because it's been many weeks in a row. <laughs> Good job, Miro. You're getting your wife's muscles through a freaking table. <laughs> yeah. Um, she lost to Shayna Baszler as well there, but well, that's expected. Yeah, yeah. Is she still getting that baby face push? I wonder. Lana Baszler? No, not Baszler. She Lana. does not have a baby face. <laughs> not so much. She's usually mean. She's usually mean. <laughs> um, <how> she looks. <laughs> so there's some stuff. There's some heat uh, in Team Raw within. Who's going to be the leader? No one is respecting AJ's leadership. Which is so disrespectful. No, I know, I know. Um, but we have Ke- uh, Matt. Well, no, just Riddle. And yes, Keith no, Lee. no more Matt. <laughs> Silly. I mean, we Silly do it. have a Matt, but not. Anyways, continue. <laughs> uh, Riddle and Keith Lee versus Sheamus and Braun Strowman. Um, does anyone know what like the stipulation was here? Something about leadership. I don't know. I it's just, like a waste of time. Yeah, nobody here, so I don't think. Let me know. Let me know in the. Send me a DM if you care. All right. Um, Titus O'Neil joining or or was, you know, tried to join the Hurt Business in the past, comes out and says, I'm mad that you won't let me join. Uh, And he gets a U.S. championship shot and then loses to Bobby Lashley. So there's that. Pretty quickly, too. Poor Titus O'Neil. He hasn't gotten much recently. Um, Asuka versus Nia Jax. um, And... There was a disqualification, no clean win there, which makes sense because they're both both booked as monsters. So, mm. um, some twenty four seven stuff, which was <laughs> given an F by Bleacher Report, and it was cut from Hulu. <laughs> so, uh, it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people. Every competitor won it at one time, um, but Truth ran away with it at the end. Mustafa Ali versus Ricochet, which I'm pretty sure. Uh, Hulu also cut like I'm watching raw on Hulu these days and I haven't seen retribution in weeks 
which is super weird. Retribution's like still happening, right? That's still a thing. Yeah. I wonder if they were like, I don't know if they're trying to phase it out, if it didn't go over as well as they thought. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. You want to know why it didn't? Be because is... Mercedes Martinez was cut out of it. They cut her. That's fair. That's what it is. If she was still in it. If she was the leader, I mean, it'd be Dude. guaranteed match of the week every week. <laughs> so Mustafa Ali picking up the win over Ricochet. Uh, who I also have not seen in weeks. I guess he's been feuding with them. So, The main event, the New Day and Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton and Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. ho. You know, um, champion needs to go. Hey, hey. Sorry. <laughs> looks like – I'll sing the whole song. No, no, that's fine. I like it. <laughs> looks like the, the Viper uh, did some dirty, you know, did his team dirty and walked out and let his teammate eat a Claymore and uh, the good guys – pick up the win in the main event of Raw. That's it and that's all. Well, that was Raw. I already saw that. That was it. Baby. Baby. Yeah, Hulu, I watched Raw on Hulu too. They cut a crap a load out. Yeah. I remember the first time I watched Raw on Hulu, um, I later, we were doing Total Brovas, which was our, uh, Mario and I did a recap show many eons ago. And uh, I found out that they cut a Stardust match. And I was furious yeah why would they do that that's horrible it was like stardust versus r-truth like there were no implications but (laughs) stardust yeah but i was real mad because he was my favorite at the time doesn't everybody know the green arrows most vicious villain ever that he Mm -hmm. defeated was stardust that's right i mean come on right Brian? you can agree with (laughs) i guess so steven steven emil (laughs) steven who emil amel amel i call him emil (laughs) <laughs> guess why he got canceled so who cares oh, <laughs> he's no. talking about season nine for the arrow no it's he's not. thinking about com- no he's thinking about doing another one. Oh well that'd oh, be great yeah, yeah. they need to make up his mind but he does if that we're gonna well i think a spin-off uh, that's besides the point yeah um, this isn't a, 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 a cw podcast curtis <laughs> <laughs> not yet i just Go start another one on your eight podcast i have two <laughs> two no you got this one three. you got you got three three bowling you got like, and, and basketball then, did you have a card one too oh that died like last year <laughs> I can't keep up. i'm like man he's gonna have one for every day of the week that'd be cool turn it heel on Curtis. that's right that's right <laughs> all right it's gonna be a triple threat match steel cage me brian and mario Ooh. And mario will team up to get rid of curtis and what? just destroy each other I like that move. No, Does that I mean the winner is the host? No. Because <laughs> so. that wouldn't be fair to Chris. There's that stipulation. Oh, he's already forfeited. He knows what happened. Eight he's seen me in action. He's seen me in action before. Yeah. I'll be a special guest referee. Hey, get, get oh, used to no, this no, one. No, you have to fight, Chris. Between you and Mario, no way. Not Good point. Not, <laughs> not letting a stone cold be the referee. Hey, I hope you guys get used to this uh, – Hey, welcome to PA Pile Driver. I'm your host, Mario. <laughs> Here we got on fourth chair, Curtis Kowalski. Hey, don't say anything, buddy, and I'll this mute you. This is what happens. This is what happens. Fourth chair. <laughs> Not even third. He just went right to fourth. I mean, it's fine. He doesn't have the login or any information on how to set him at all. What? I'm kidding. Gotta re- it'll be in the contract. You got to respect the rules of the match. That's right. If the stipulation is oh, oh, the you're, winner you're is at the head. You're going to win. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, no, no. See, that's not a prediction. 
That's a spoiler. Oh, it's a spoiler. Oh, I've yeah. never heard that one before. Ha ha ha. And you're gonna hear it in all the lead up. Well, scale of of uh, of hot sauces. That'll be a salsa verde. <laughs> oh, because it's so unique. The curveball. It stands outside the spice. Oh my god. Did it? Was there any wrestling on Tuesday of this week? There, there was wrestling on Tuesday, and it's the best show of the week. Uh, by uh, all. Otis wasn't on it, so it wasn't. He could be on it one day. Uh, you might. You nope. don't know. Nope. Guaranteed. WWE can fire him. Guaranteed no. Guaranteed. He means too much to the brand. Too much. That's like telling them they're getting rid of Hulk Hogan or John Cena. Uh, you just compared Otis to John uh, Cena, The Rock, and Hulk Hogan. Listen, it's Saturday. I've had a lot of coffee. This is true. <laughs> I have had four glasses of OJ. Feel so. a little froggy, gentlemen. Oh, man. Like that frog splash. You know who so did that- breakfast? Eddie Guerrero. You see that, Chris? They're so out of sorts because they're both nervous about our match. What is you happening? see these hands? <laughs> see this hand here? Steady. Steady. Put your hand out. Steady. Oh, you can't even hold it up. You can't even hold it up. You can see him struggling. You're the type of guy who moans when he picks up a gallon of milk, aren't you, Brian? <laughs> I could say something right now, but I won't. <laughs> Ooh. Do I have to go get Tom in here? No. Thank goodness. <laughs> There, you said there was wrestling on Tuesday, right? <laughs> oh, Chris is Thank like, come you, on, Chris. come on. Uh, voted the second chair, Chris McNaney. <laughs> Chris has been second chair. Well, has been and is. It's two different things. It has been pretty accurate. Has been second. Yeah. What am I? Stop saying it. Now? You're not helping. <laughs> oh, you're, yeah, you are 11 ahead of Mario. 11 episodes ahead of Mario. Oh, my now. goodness. So, Mario's got some work to do. That's work on his face scares me, but okay. All right. Tuesday, Impact. Well, he's got to be the new host. Impact. Imp- right. I'm turning heel. I'm, <laughs> I'm posing for the new podcast screenshot. It'll be the, it'll be the album. Just be this. Bring me. And it's going to say PA Pod Driver right here. Love that for you. Impact Wrestling, Tuesday, <laughs> November 10th. There we go. Now there we're talking. We um, maybe. In Havoc. A million podcasts. Here's a question that will get us into it. Uh, Curtis, I know you're a huge Tennille Dashwood fan. Yes, please. You have an are, are you pleased with how this is going for her? I love this team with Madison Rain. I well, do. no, 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 no. That's not what I mean. Madison. Also, did you watch Impact? Oh, you're funny. You're hilarious. <laughs> He's dead over here. Did you watch Impact? Me? Yeah. No, because I have this thing called a job. Okay, well, I think we all have jobs, buddy. Mario um, does. But the reason I said that is because they, they lost, and so that team's not happening. But um, what I mean is, overall, are you happy with how Impact is using to Neil Dashwood? I don't like this team. I, I mean, not like I don't like it. I like her more as a singles. I'm not against the team aspect. But okay. Well, she loses, and they break the team up, from what I can understand. Well, I would love to understand it, but uh, my phone froze. Oh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll, they'll uh, misuse her so much that she'll end up at AEW. It. Yeah. What? All that to say, it doesn't seem to me like they're using her very well. Not a whole lot going on for her. She should be knockouts champ. I'm Sometimes good. it takes some time. I get that. But they better get to it. To Neil Dashwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, okay. All right. I'm not letting you know what I think or not think. Mm-hmm. Havoc and Nevaeh defeat <laughs> to Neil Dashwood and... Uh, Madison Rain in the opening matchup, they gave it a C plus. They do. Gave it a C plus. And Brian loves Nevaeh. That's his favorite wrestler ever. Aww. 
You forgot that bit already. No, no. I wanted Jordan to win, right? Nevaeh is the one that beats Jordan. No. no you made Nevaeh, fun of Nevaeh because no, it's heaven spelled backwards. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I, can't, I have to be careful about that now. So, because I actually have a Nevaeh in my life. I, I've met, there's a student. <laughs> there's a student at my, where I work. Her name's Nevaeh, so I can't, I can't make fun of that name anymore. <laughs> hey, Brian, it's not your fault. Her parents have bad taste and make stupid names for their babies. All right, next match is TJP versus <laughs> TJP versus Rohit Raju in an X Division Championship bout. Um, unfortunately, Rohit retains, but it, it, I don't think it's over. Rohit? No, I think it is over. Right? I think um, that was his last shot. If TJP loses, he never gets another title shot while Rohit Raju is the champion. Uh, does it say that on Bleacher Report? Yeah, it's on the graphic. On the graphic? Oof. Oh, okay. I'm reading like the paragraph under. I'm like, where does it say? Okay, yeah. I'm so glad you can read. I know, right? <laughs> Me too, man. It's a blessing. It truly is. Um, and then our following contest, which was scheduled for one fall. On uh, fall. No. <laughs> oh, that was funny, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know, we have a special guest. I was waiting. <laughs> down to be His like, name hey. is Matt, and he's going to be joining us today for this episode, breaking down SmackDown later in the show. Matt, say hello. Nice. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. Awesome. awesome. See, all right. Hey, oh, it's back like, to whatever you we were got talking Jeff, about. Just that. We've got Matt now. Show on Tuesday night. Whatever you're talking about. The team groweth. If you could see my face, I'm glad you can't. But me too. <laughs> Thick burn, dude. Jeez. This is the Brian's, last time I'm Brian's letting frozen. Brian record after he's had five cups of coffee. It's true. It's a vibe. You're yeah, lucky I'm not in that room with you right now. What'd you say? I'll get him to act right. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. What? Oh, I got hey, you look down when you're talking to me. I do look down when I'm talking to you. <sighs> yeah. Chris Saban versus AC Romero. <laughs> Guys, have I ever said before how much I love Chris Saban? I feel yeah. like I have. Yeah. And I'm going to say it again. Chris Saban is the John Cena to me of TNA slash Impact Wrestling. Wow. It is what it is. And what was – oh, I thought somebody knocked on the door. John Cena Chris Saban. He, John, Chris Saban is the John Cena of Impact slash TNA. You must think that CM Punk's actually good too. Mm. He's the greatest wrestler of all time. Garbage. Wow. I know Chris would back me up on that. Uh, CM Punk. Look at Chris's face. He's like, no, no, not going there. I will not do that. See, I respect Punk. it. No, Punk no, is only good kind of because guy. of that pipe bomb promo written by Paul Heyman. Oh, that's a good take. We should yeah. just we should just start making up lies about CM Punk and just putting them out there. Yeah, I love that. CM Punk. You know, if it wasn't for John week. Cena's solid choreography in every one of their matches, CM Punk would have gotten nowhere. <laughs> Chris Saban defeats AC Romero. Failed UFC career. Oh my gosh! Everything has been getting a C plus. Ben given a C plus so far. That uh, sounds like impact. C plus. My goodness. <laughs> I think, guys. I think I'm a Chris Bay fan. You think or you know? I think that's what I said. I think therefore I am Chris McNaney. Yeah, Rene uh, Descartes. What? That what thing you just said. It's a quote from Rene Descartes. No, you don't. I know who that is. 
<laughs> really playing this fourth chair part pretty good. <laughs> oh, Perfect. sorry, Curtis. And I don't know how you. I hope we give you a laugh because I don't. <laughs> Man, you were worried about Mario taking so much time with New Japan. You were yeah, right. <laughs> oh it's impact. Oh. It's never. It's it hasn't. Okay, Eddie Edwards versus <laughs> versus Chris. Boston E Party. Boston E Party. I'll never forget. We talked about this with Jeff when Moose versus Eddie Edwards street fight. That cookie sheet is forever permanently bent. Yeah. Coolest thing ever. Anyways, I like cookies. Hey, that's got a B plus. Eddie Edwards picking up the win over Chris Bay. Uh, a win is a win is a win. Then we had – this is an interesting team here. So, TJP, I guess, is done with Fala, I guess. I don't know. But we have Fala Ba and Crazy Steve versus Reno Scum, which Fala Ba and Crazy Steve are both suspects in the murder of Johnny Bravo. So, don't know why my voice got like that when I said that, but it happened. I like Crazy and, Steve as well. I do. We talked about him being like the first legally blind wrestler, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. Uh, and that match got a C. So that was the worst one of the night so far. Uh, and then we have a, a Shawnee Part shot John E. Bravo segment. That got an A. Um, um, the cliffhanger is Dreamer <laughs> demanding to know if Havoc shot Bravo. That They left on that cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Can I say that I didn't realize Johnny Bravo was going to survive this gunshot, but they did say, I can't wait for Johnny Bravo to get back to recover from this gunshot. Oh. I was kind of hoping I'd never have to see him again, but it looks like he survived. I thought he died. He's going to pull through. Considering they have the blood mark coming out of where his heart is. <laughs> I mean, it seemed pretty final, but uh, <laughs> I guess he'll be back. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, why are you snapping me in the middle? Of okay. Um, what was it? Sorry, my phone's freezing again. Ah, there it is. Carl Anderson versus Josh Alexander, one half of the Impact World Tag Team Champions. I'm going to have to go back and watch this. But it resulted in a no contest. But I got to be plus, which that makes so much sense. They're fighting for the tag titles tonight or last night at Turning Point. Mm. Both such huge stars as far as the tag team division like that that makes complete sense yeah um and that was the main event that was what happened on tuesday finally now i get to sit back michael grab a drink it's wednesday night you had a cold one who wants to go first a cold drink oh my like, a raspberry, Before... like tonight from bowling i'll get a raspberry tea i gotta move emily's on the phone um <laughs> Before I've we... never seen this part of his house. Yeah, <laughs> I, I meant to comment on that earlier. I was really enjoying the brick. The brick. He's back. got a good background. Yeah. It's a great yeah, background. Nice. But now I'm in the hall because <laughs> she's on the phone in in the kitchen. In the um, hall. All right. Another. I didn't say this before when I was correcting you guys in last week's episode. You guys gave it a tie between yeah. AEW and NXT, dude. I. Stan AW so hard, but Halloween Havoc was definitely better. Yes, it, it by yeah. and far. You know, I started to lean. But as per usual, I think uh, we should do Age Before Beauty, right? So we start off with NXT. Sounds good. I suppose. I suppose we have we start out with 
Johnny Gargano, guys. <laughs> Did you guys see this this bit, this whole situation with Johnny yes. Gargano? No. <laughs> so good so johnny gargano brings out a wheel because he loves wheels now because he you know won his havoc match so he brings out a wheel about who he's going to put the north american championship up against uh it seems as though the wheel may have been fixed because there's lots of scary names on there but the one that won was leon ruff i believe um, leo rush is back no 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 <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure bad news barrett called him leo ruff though for a second um, Leon Ruff. And so Johnny Gargano was hoping for a quick win over Leon Ruff. Um, Damian Priest is in the crowd, you know, spooking some Gargano, get him scared. And who picks up the win? Leon Ruff defeats Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. Wow. New champ, new champ. It was amazing. It was so great. Um, and, you know, you guys know I don't like Damian Priest, right? Like, all the way back to Punishment Martinez at Ring I mean, of Honor, like, I've never been a fan. There was a moment. One or two fans out there, but yeah, right, right. Here on the PA pile driver. No, but I'll tell you, when they were in the back, and Damian Priest gives Leon Ruff the keys to his car. He says, "Black Challenger, get out of here!" And then Johnny Gargano comes storming through. Where is he? I'm going to beat him up. Uh, and Damian Priest is like making fun of him for the first time ever. I was like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that guy. It went away pretty quick. But, but it was the first time I've ever felt anything like that. So a, a spark of potential. Yeah, yeah. We have Santos Escobar versus Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas hitting Joaquin Phoenix with a – wait, is that that guy's name? Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> the guy that played the Joker. Yeah, I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> Joaquin Wild, that's right. Hey, <laughs> this guy's walking wild. Um, Jake Atlas hitting him with a lead pipe. That seems like a heel move, but somehow he's still the good guy. Um, so they have a cruiserweight championship match and Escobar still wins retaining his championship. Can't wait to see him fight Jordan Devlin or whatever it was on there. Yeah. Interim champion retains. That's right. We, we have remember. Never Raquel, forget. Raquel Gonzalez versus Zaya Lee. If you remember Zaya Lee's been doing, having some weird stuff with a contract and, uh, Boa, I believe his name is, um, they've been working together. And so Raquel Gonzalez is about to. Uh, fight Zia Lee, and instead Boa comes out and tells Raquel the fight is off. Raquel kicks Boa's head right off. It was a, quite a kick to the face, out of the ring. And Boa is sitting there, and something happened. There was like a dragon on the LED screens. It was a very like traditional Chinese like moment. Some lights went down, and then an older um, man walks out, approaches Boa, gives him a letter and makes a black mark on his hand it was very uh mysterious i have no idea what's going on but i'm very interested in it i'm intrigued yes it looks it was big it was like very ominous out of nowhere you know um but i'm super interested we have candice Lorray versus tony storm tony storm impressive as always um, the best however there was a a bit of a fight here um I believe, um, what's her face? Shotzi got involved because Candace destroyed Shotzi's tank. And she's very upset. Um, you know how expensive a tank is? I'd be upset too. Yeah, she's pretty ticked. And um, then we have this masked figure from Halloween Havoc coming back out and uh, reveals that somebody on this podcast was correct in um, guessing the identity of Indy Hartwell. It was me. Is that me? 
No, it was me. Oh. I, I think you agree. <laughs> it was me. Self-promotion over there. A little, uh, yeah. little side note is that she wasn't the person behind the mask at Halloween Havoc. Okay, great. I'm glad to know that because that was the other thing I said. Is that it looked like a guy. But, yeah, uh, she was isolating because of COVID. Nice. Wow. I couldn't be writer. So who truly was? That's a good question. Hopefully we'll find out someday. <laughs> the yeah. same guy who threw the pie in Kevin Owens' face. <laughs> I love that. We have Dexter Loomis versus Timothy Thatcher. And um, I be- and then Cameron Grimes messes it up to, gives, to give Timothy Thatcher the win over Dexter Loomis. I love that. I love Loomis. I love Thatcher. I want them to fight themselves, like actually fight each other and not have feuds with other people. Um, okay, finish the sentence for me. Pat, Pat McAfee is the best thing to happen to NXT since. Tomasa Champa getting booed out to the ring. Mm, very good one. Wow, that's, that's true. I was going to say the Undisputed Era, but I think you might be right. <laughs> that was after Undisputed Era, right? Uh, yes. I think. I'm not sure. Anybody else? The best thing to happen. Stop it. Best best thing to happen since Keith Lee had both belts. All right. Oh, that was such a, uh, I hated that. (laughs) Wow. It ended poorly. Right to be so bad. It ended in a really dumb way. Since Finn Balor came back. All right. I think, I think he really defeats Finn Balor. I just, I'm such a huge Pat McAfee fan. Excuse me? Yes. Did you say since he did you fart? Finn Balor? Has Finn Balor been relevant lately? He's the he NXT broke, champion. He broke, he broke his jaw. Though. I repeat, has he been relevant lately? Allegedly. He's back champion. next week. You know who He's going to be featured. I don't know if it's a match, but Finn Balor will be on screen next week in NXT. I saw that. Finn Balor. I doubt that. Never, yeah, I'd love to see them fight. Never beat Keith. But man. I don't know. Never. He has elevated Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan to a place I'm not even sure they belong. But <laughs> they definitely did not. <laughs> but he did it in a convincing wow. way. Also, what did you say, Brian? I said, we're talking over – he was saying overrated about Pat McAfee. I'll tell you he was overrated. Finn Balor. <laughs> oh, no. They're going to fight. Uh, what a moron. <laughs> what a dumb opinion. <laughs> what did you say? Hey, just so you guys know, when I defeat you both in the steel cage <laughs> – all right, Kurt, you're going to be pretty sore. But Brian, you're going to be a broken man. Yeah. You know why I'm going to be sore, Mario? You know what's funny? I don't think you could beat me if I was 60 years old in the steel cage. Ooh. You know why I'm going to be sore, Mario? Because I had to stand across the ring and look at you for more than five seconds. Yeah, from the flat of your back. <laughs> the count of five. The count of five? What? You said five seconds. That's how oh, yeah. 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 I'll pin it for three and then he'll just be wondering what right. happened for the other two. Good, good, yeah, good, yeah. good. Yeah. That's right. So uh, Chris isn't going to be in the match because he's my manager. He'll be uh, <laughs> at ringside next to me. I'd, I'd rather, I think I'd rather to commentate. All right. <laughs> yes, Chris will be perfect. Just for that. Keep, me not, keep me neutral. I'll, I'll commentate. You won't keep it neutral. Yeah. You're going yeah, to favor Mario over both of us. That's fine. He'll be hedging his bets. Be He'll be hedging his bets yeah. on whoever's yeah, like right. in the lead because he wants to be chair two still. Yeah, like Eddie Kingston. I think he does that pretty well. We'll get there. But after, before that, the main event is Oni Lurkin and Danny Birch defeating Breezango um, for the NXT titles. There is some Drake Maverick involved. I didn't see somebody beat up Killian Dane, I guess. Um, I'm assuming it was McAfee and the boys. 
Pete Dunn also involved in that faction. Very. I great. love that. that Pete I Dunn do like. Back. It was a great call. It was a really great call. The greatest Except, NXT UK champion. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No. I, I I think so. Uh, uh yeah. How many has there been? Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in like it's four years. Easy to call it. <laughs> also, Walter is only a hundred days away from uh surpassing Pete Dunn's crazy long title reign. He's got the COVID asterisk yeah. though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is yeah. But twenty years from now, looking back, you'll see these long reigns. And like I remember thinking about how long Pete Dunn had it. Yeah. Forever. Oh man. I don't do you guys really think that's a thing? Like I really don't I don't put anything next to an asterisk. You know, whether it's a title reign of a wrestler or if it's like any like championship via be it sports teams right now. There's no I, even if my teams aren't the one winning or people I don't like, I'm not going to put sure. it down. They still have to compete. They still have right. to get it done. But that's not what true a, about NXT. What UK. a poor opinion I just no. heard. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you. They're still competing even though you know things are different. But in NXT UK, they literally haven't competed for I know, months I'm and months. I'm trying to hear what the fourth chair was saying, though. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to speak a little louder there, Curtis. That was the move. That was you teed him right up. What's the move there? I wasn't even trying to do that though. I know. He took it. He he took you. That's uh, it for NXT. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that means we get to move on to the highlight of the week. That is all elite wrestling. Dynamite. That's the thing. I thought they I thought they shut down. Oh man. Dreams don't always come true though. Yeah, not yeah, even. But you should be used to that by now, aren't you, Brian? So we got our opening match. We got what? Brian Cage versus Matt Seidel. Is this gonna be a reality with your head through the ring in the steel cage? You your head through the ring. <laughs> it's just gonna go right through the mat. It's gonna be great. Oh my gosh. We're really building up this match to something that it could never, ever achieve if we even no, did try we, to put it on. Okay, I'm meeting with Johnny Moran after this. He's training me, so. There you go. Okay. I'm, you know who I'm training with? Nobody. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm training with, you know, I love Johnny Moran. I do. I really do. He's a close personal friend of the podcast. But who I'm training with. Oh, don't tell me Drew Adams. Is a former PPW heavyweight champion. Evander James. No. Oh, Mike Orlando. No. Facade? No, no, he's never won that. All right, I, tell oh, us. Thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. Tell <laughs> just tell us. I, you guys don't know? Just tell us. Our guest, uh, eight episodes ago? Sean Carr. The hybrid Sean Carr. He's oh. going to be trying to want to super kick oh. Mario's face into the next universe. Yeah, yeah, and me, sure being aware of who my competition is, I'm going to relax <laughs> a little bit. I'm not prepared at all. <laughs> good bit see this is the trouble where there's so many people on the pod everyone's got good bits but they start overlapping each other yeah it's okay it's all right brian and has matters more <laughs> oh mario's ready for some pink eye <laughs> he didn't hear what you said i know he just thank face he's gonna give me all over you yeah, all over me all over me all over me all over face weird guys all right well i'm gonna talk about AEW, and you're gonna keep your butthole to yourself so uh <laughs> We uh we start the night off with um with Brian Cage versus Matt Sedell, formerly known as Evan Bourne, who I actually really enjoyed ten years ago back when he was mm. on WWE. Was well, supposed to be the last guest at PPW. Yeah, that's right. Too. Oh wow. Good. Rest. Um, Brian Cage, of course, out there with uh, Taz and uh, Ricky Starks. 
uh, Team Taz, of course, there. Um, the match uh, ends with Taz going over. They talk about how they still have a problem with Darby Allen, and not only do they have a problem with Darby Allen, they also uh, have the gold now um, in their sights because Darby Allen is the TNT champion. Um, match ends, and then uh, we have uh, Cody coming out to make a little announcement after rings cleared, of course. And he's talking oh, about how he, he's uh, not planning on facing uh, Darby Allen for the TNT championship. In fact, at this time. Some- yeah, he still has some unfinished business with MJF. Now he's in the inner circle. And then uh, Jade Cargill. Am yeah. I saying her last name right? I Cargill? Don't know. Cargill. Uh, making her AEW debut, comes out, interrupts Cody, and teases a debut of another uh, athlete, mm-hmm. Shaq. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we might have Shaq come into Shaq AEW. Shaq is all elite, I guess, which I'm kind of pissed we never got Shaq versus the Big Show. It's the only Big Show match I've ever looked forward to in my life. It was promoted oh, for like a year. Oh, <laughs> the Big Show show on Netflix. Oh, don't remind me. Oh, that's a great show. It's the best yeah. show. So good it got canceled. Uh, and then <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Uh, um, Brandy Rhodes cutting the best promo I've ever seen her cut in my life. Yeah, I was about to say, she she comes oh, out sorry. and she starts uh, ripping into Jade and uh, – I'm wondering if she can uh, put on a match as good as that promo was. But, I don't uh, think so. <laughs> <laughs> but the promo was really good. <laughs> um, we get uh, Team Taz coming out. Uh, they attack Cody, um, which leads Darby Allen to come out, which is interesting because they just had a match. The, the title just switched hands, so now they're on the same side uh, when uh, pressed against uh, Emily's trying to – Give me attention that breakfast is ready, but I'm. Breakfast? It's 11.42. <laughs> Lunch time right now. You having a little brunch action on Saturday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're having, uh, what is it? Sausage, gravy, and biscuits. I love oh, it. I love that so Oh, man. We've been, we've been perfecting our recipe. and uh, That's solid. Hey, I just noticed the brick came back. So, yeah. Because you, you got off her phone, so I was able to move back gravy. to my spot. You um, enjoy sausage and gravy? I bet you Otis does. Mm, I think you're right. The Probably. Solid meal right there. Anyways, uh, <laughs> John Moxley and Kenny Omega both mentioned how they're going to have a great match. Uh, that match is actually going to be on Dynamite. It's I not going to be on a pay-per-view. It's going to be moved to a, a Dynamite. Um, we also have the Natural Nightmares versus the Butcher and Blade in a bunkhouse match, which is Essentially, just a no DQ, no time limits match. Um, we have uh, the natural nightmares, offense, and it was weird. Uh, beating Butcher and the Blade via pinfall. Which... Can I say? Can I? Uh, this is an opinion. Uh, I don't know. I want to get your opinion. I think in that match, at least two out of the four competitors were bleeding profusely. Do you think they're overusing blood at AEW? It might have made them go hard way, though. It might have been an accident. Sure. sure. But, I mean, even if you take away that match, like, I mean, overall. They, they do it a lot, I think. I'm I think beginning to feel like it's overused. I, I get that. I get that. Um, 
it's an appeal to like the hardcore crowd, I think, because they yeah. do try to go harder. And we more often than not, we're seeing people broken open hard way, mm-hmm. um, which makes me feel like it's not overdone because more often than not, it's accidental, which makes really? me feel okay with it. But if it was like, if these guys were cutting every other match, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd see that point. And I do, I still even see that point. Maybe these guys are going a little too hard even now because, you know, they have their full careers ahead of themselves. And sure. if they're bleeding hard way, you know, once every two weeks, you know, it's got to build up over time. Yeah. They usually keep it where it belongs, though. Like, you don't see, like, Omega and Handman, Hangman covered in blood. But, like, this match, the bunkhouse match, them being covered in blood, it kind of made sense. The Butcher and the Blade, I think, often bleed. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I think uh, that this whole bunny storyline, the whole like the butcher and the blade and the bunny, the bunny going to QT Marshall, taking his money, leaving him high and dry. Like this whole storyline has been kind of a bummer for me because it's, it's so tied up with uh, how weirdly um, the bunny and Brandy like came about. Yeah. Like hopefully they're just going to tie this up and we can move on. Just accept that Like this is where the, the uh the pieces fall at the end of this and then they can move on to better storylines because i'm I'm really not that interested in this and i'm surprised that they put on a bunkhouse match with such a in my opinion uh lacking storyline but sometimes you need to have a good match to make a a less than stellar storyline sell you know it's true yeah uh but of course uh the natural nightmares they pick up the pinfall moving us to uh the induction of MJF and Wardlow into the inner circle. Notably, Sammy Guevara was not there. Now, is I, I can't remember how uh, the cinematic match with Matt Hardy went uh, at uh, Full Gear. Is he, like, stolen or kidnapped or, or hidden? No, the um, he got an email from MJF saying that the induction was at the beach. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that so makes he a lot was, more sense. He that was makes at a the lot beach. more sense now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're part of the inner circle. Uh, MJF talks about how he's taken uh, um, Chris Jericho to Vegas for his birthday. And it seems like it's going to be uh, good times all around. And everyone's saying happy birthday to Jericho. How about they're that just, right in? They're just I guess that's riding high. City. <laughs> uh, then we have... Um, <laughs> I caught half of what you said. That's fine. I, I, said, I said, how about that right in? That's why they call ride it in. City. <laughs> I don't get it. Great bit. I don't get it. Hangover? You ever watched yeah. The Hangover? I thought it might be The Hangover, but I haven't seen it enough times to quote it. Wow. Yeah. Somebody listening is really mad, though. They yeah. love your quote. Yeah, it's probably like, they didn't, didn't pick up on that. Um, so Great reference, though. Apparently not. Oh, I lost my place. It <laughs> makes me want to rewatch that movie, though. I didn't realize that. So that's... Uh, Emily's upset at me because I keep trying to work through this because it's my it's my section thank you for making me breakfast i'm almost done with this go we have to do our odds at jericho emily 
Okay. Yes, our ode to Jericho. Oh, darn it! Home schoolers, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, Sean Spears versus Scorpio Sky. Sean Spears wins. He's now on a 12-match winning streak. He's got that glove, um, too. Tearing it up with the glove. Uh, Tay Conti versus Red Velvet. And a J with Tay Conti, which means Love me that some Red Velvet. they might be um, trying to tease Tay Conti into uh, the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't cheat. Anna was trying to get her to cheat, and she wouldn't. I think that was the, the whole situation there. And then uh, it brings us to – oh, uh, before we get to the main event, uh, Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian will be next week. Uh, the Inner Circle Slays Las Vegas will be next week. Top Flight versus the Young Bucks next week. And Cody and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks next week. Um, Is that Kip Sabian? Yeah. Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian. Cool. Uh, and then the main event of the match oh. was... Well, can I say, I, we didn't mention at full gear, Don Callis was doing some commentary. Okay. From Impact. Yes. So there seems to be some overlap going on. I like it. And with the uh, CEO or the, the president of New Japan Pro Wrestling stepping down, the, the doors have been a lot more favorable between mm. Japan and AEW. Cool. So we might be seeing a lot of different things coming up, especially because everyone's rosters kind of lightened because of COVID. So that could be a way to, to boost interactions and have new matchups. If you're buddy, buddy with the company across the sea and, mm-hmm. and uh, sure. you get to work across with each other. But of course with, you know, isolation, it makes it a little bit harder, but anyways, it takes to the main event, Pentagon junior versus Ray Phoenix. Um, last time they had a match, Ray Phoenix won, but then got injured, so Pentagon Jr. had to move on in the number one contenders tournament. Uh, This time around, though, Pentagon Jr. picks up the win over Ray Phoenix, and allegedly we might be getting a a third matchup with these guys. Uh, Kind of figure out which brother is best. The uh, big shocker of the night. Huh? Eddie Kingston's best friend. Pentagon. Yes. Uh, then uh, after the match, we get Pac coming back. Yes. What do you guys think about that? I'm into it. Love it. So all about it. I think Pac and uh, Eddie Kingston will fight for a while. Love Tupac. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> He's like, tell me who Pac is. I said, Tupac? I love Tupac. You know, Pac was uh, hold on, hold being on. part of the, the death triangle. Yeah. Gravy. I want to review. Oh, right. they're so good. Mario they're so good. Long on AEW, we need to get our ode to Jericho. You right. did it. You did it. Smackdown, but I care about biscuits and gravy. <laughs> yeah. So that was all elite wrestling. It was really good, and uh, I'm excited for what comes next. And the Kings were delicious. Show. Go ahead, Ryan. Wow, that was really <laughs> all right. Smackdown, uh, Friday night Smackdown. This is where I sit tonight. back. This is where you said you've been sitting back. I don't know what you've been <laughs> doing. So SmackDown opens with uh, Roman Reigns being interrupted uh, by Drew McIntyre. Uh, he interrupts uh, Drew Ma- or he interrupts Roman Reigns because you know Roman Reigns is basically just saying how the he calls SmackDown the Island of Relevancy, the blue the blue label promo. So he calls it the Island of Re- Relevancy. So he interrupts him uh, basically, and then it's just like a tense words between Uso because uh, he's there as well and McIntyre and then uh, again he insulted uh, 
Uso and Reigns and his cousin leave, and McIntyre just watch on as they exit. Bleacher Report gave this promo an A. I mean, McIntyre basically uh, he called out Roman Reigns. You know, where whereas like when Roman Reigns was absent for WrestleMania, McIntyre stepped up and basically carried the WWE brand at WrestleMania, um, and destroyed Brock Lesnar, um, and thus putting Paul Heyman in his place too. Um, but anyway, so pretty good promo to uh, to start the show. Matt, what do you think about it? I thought it was good. Uh, Roman talked mainly about Orton, and then McIntyre came out and said, oh, it just happened to be in the area. (laughs) (laughs) Area. And, uh, you know, interrupted. But I thought thought it was good. I thought it was uh, intense. Awesome. Following that, we had our Intercontinental Championship match, Apollo Crews versus the not real Intercontinental Champion, Sami Zayn. He is uh, the real one. No, I don't like it. It is decided. It is decided. It is decided. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Cruz uh, gets going in this match early, and he overpowers uh, basically Sami Zayn for a while, but the action spills out onto the floor, and Zayn pulled the apron from the ring and decided to tie his opponent's foot to the ring, uh, and the referee counted to 10 and awarded the victory to Zane. Um, so again, he cheats, but I guess, you know, he's still the champion. So we get Zane versus Bobby Lashley at Survivor Series? We should be. Probably. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Which I feel bad for Sammy Zane. Oh yeah, he's gonna get killed. He's gonna get wrecked. <laughs> I feel like he probably should. Or just run away. Just or just run away. Just run away. Just show up. <laughs> Unless he finds a way to incapacitate Bobby Lashley, I don't see him winning. Yeah, right. So, again, Cruz loses, Sami Zayn wins. Uh, then we have the boss, Sasha Banks, coming out. And uh, a week ago, remember, she we talked about last episode how she got super kicked by a returning Carmella. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like Groundhog Day for Sasha Banks all over again because she gets super kicked <laughs> again, uh, which yeah. I love. Um, but anyway, <laughs> again, and, and I'm, it's not that I'm anti-Sasha at all. I just love that Carmella's back. Yeah, uh, so, anyway. Feel like you know this, I feel like this should be Carmella's like make or break. You know, she was yeah. She was they're giving her this spot. Right. Yeah. Been Sasha and Bailey for a long time, and that was that was money. The last two matches mm-hmm. have been money, and now Mella just comes out of nowhere, giving these vignettes. Yeah. And yep. then here she is, right in the thick of it. She better do something with it. Right. But I don't see them putting her over, right? I don't, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. Could they? Could they? Could they put the belt on her by Bailey screwing over Sasha, and then they have the Bailey Sasha feud continue without the belt, and then they have someone feud with Carmella for it. Yeah, that feud is almost too good to need a belt. Like how yeah, I've been I, talking to my buddy uh, uh, Steve about this a lot. When Edge finally rolls around, the belt doesn't have to be on Randy at that point because you don't need the belt to make that feud. Mm-hmm. Yep. So with Sasha and Bailey, this is another um, blockbuster uh, feud that doesn't need gold to make it better. Right. I, I should say, yeah, like Sasha's speaking her mind. She's getting some frustration out in the ring, and then all of a sudden Bailey's music plays, distracting her, and then then she gets super kicked in the face. So yeah, Bailey's still being the antagonist uh, there for uh, her once best friend. Um, so that's what we have for that. Um, did you guys know that Sasha Banks was on The Mandalorian? I heard that. Yes, I, sir. I was surprised. I, I haven't – okay, people are probably going to hate me for this. I still haven't watched The Mandalorian. Me neither. I heard it's good. I'm just not a big Star Wars guy. Me neither. Because I just don't want to start watching it and then not know what's happening and feel like an idiot. But, I mean, yeah. that's <laughs> – so, uh, Anyway, 
going back. Look at that. Uh, oh, my favorite match of the night. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> we have Otis versus Dolph Ziggler again. <laughs> I don't know how, how many times this has been, but Otis at versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Ziggler uh, actually almost benefited from Robert Roode coming out of nowhere, hitting Otis with a zigzag, but that did not matter. He still hits him with the caterpillar elbow, as well as a new finisher. Did you see that, Matt? The Vader oh, bomb. The, the, what is it? The Vader bomb. The Vader bomb. The Vader bomb. I like it. Man. I mean, nice. it probably is very close to a Vader-esque <laughs> You know, body type anyway. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> personality, but body type. Otis is right there. So uh, uh, it was he. Ziggler stayed down long enough. Yeah. <laughs> Very long after the caterpillar. Yeah. After Otis stared down Bobby Roode, yeah. and Bobby Roode just like slunk off the apron, and then he's Ziggler's still down, and he hits the big <laughs> Vader bomb to win. I don't know what's happened to Ziggler over the last two years or so, but he's lost to Otis many, many times. Just, yeah, just li listen to what Bleacher Report said. Analysis. This did nothing for anyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> and Otis has beaten Ziggler so often in 2020 that a win here is of little meaning. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm still high on the Otis train here. Uh, blue collar, solid, body by stake, all that good stuff. Then after this match comes the final chapter is what they were billing it of versus Mysterio versus Rollins, right? This huge feud that's been going on. Uh, Matt, I'm going to let you talk about this one. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's going on. They played the entire everything. everything. Oh, wow. Months ago when they, when, you know, he put Mysterio's eye through the steps and just the entire vignette they, they played the whole thing but um obviously a week ago buddy murphy was in the back with uh what's her name uh Aaliyah. 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 Saying, oh my daughter's name saying, saying to Aaliyah to trust him and Aaliyah was like what are you doing what are you doing and obviously he buddy murphy came out with rollins in this match as the disciple back with rollins and then you know mysterio came out with the whole family there was a no dq they didn't they didn't get too much into that they use the stairs and and whatnot but uh at the uh, near the end buddy murphy um took the chair was gonna look like he was gonna help or give it to rollins and uh he did a running knee to the face to rollins backstab rollins yeah. and then uh, helped mysterio get the victory yeah. that checks out <laughs> yeah. and might i add here on the 15th anniversary of the passing yeah. of Eddie Guerrero, yep. Rey Mysterio hits a frog splash. Yeah, I thought that's awesome. Yep. And then delivers the 619. So, can we also and, acknowledge that Seth Rollins is being written off television? <laughs> For is real. He, is he getting canceled? Yeah. Because Becky is. It's baby time. time. It's almost time. It's almost time. It's almost time. So, obviously Rollins wants Murphy in a match now, which he's going to get. Yeah, he'll get when he comes. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? That was scheduled next week. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But Mysterio, at the end of the match, shakes Buddy Murphy's hand and basically welcomes him into the family. There you go. <laughs> okay, well, Thanksgiving's still going to be awkward. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, super old guy. Enjoy my 18-year-old daughter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 19, get it right, Mario. Uh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Doesn't do never, it. Never mind. It makes it completely not weird now. Yeah, right, <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh, man. Following up this this uh, match, we had the Fatal 4-Way with Liv Morgan versus Tamina versus Natalia versus Chelsea Green. What? Who? Liv, Liv Morgan picking up the win. It was an awkward. Oh, neat. 
just awkward moves all around. And then you can see during during part of the match, Chelsea Green was kind of absent on the outside, and I guess she's injured again. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> she broke her left wrist. Oh no! That's the worst. You just gotta you just gotta put that in a cast and club it up. I don't know what's more awkward, the, the wrestling in that match and how Liv Morgan won or how they how, <laughs> <laughs> We have live action. <laughs> how they uh, was ding, ding, ding. how Natalia has combined best there is, best there was, best there ever will be with the goat to her own yeah. goat. Yeah. yeah, the boat. <laughs> That's so dumb. No, 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 uh, they keep. She keeps saying and saying and saying that she tries to put herself over more than any anyone else. But I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm glad Lor- uh, Morgan wins though. I like her. Yeah, she punches her ticket to Survivor Series, yep. so she'll be she'll be on that paper. Sick. There you go. Um, and then finally, we get to again how the night started. Uh, between McIntyre, this match between McIntyre and Jay Uso, it was billed as an unsanctioned match uh, due to the inter-promotional uh, nature of the contest. Um, again, the aggressive McIntyre, uh, right from the opening bell, just basically has his way with Uso. Um, but again, uh, during the break, you know, Uso seems to somehow gain control, uh, and and McIntyre uh, again battles back, hits him with a Glasgow kiss, and then a sky high for a two count. Um, but then he gets super kicked by Uso. Uh, and he tried to – He then McIntyre tries to follow up with a Claymore kick and misses it because Uso went out onto the floor. Uh, again, then Roman Reigns' music plays. The Tribal Chief enters here. Uh, and, again, Uso capitalized on this distraction. Uh, but, again, Roman Reigns says something pretty interesting here. He goes – I don't care if you beat him, make him understand. Um, he really is just trying to put over uh, this whole tribal chief thing. That's cool. I, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but again, Uso slides back into the ring. He's very confused. And he, again, he gets a couple shots in on McIntyre then. And then finally, uh, McIntyre claymores him, and it's night night for Jay Uso. Great. So it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. It's a good time. And uh, but then it ends. It ends as Roman Reigns says, "Get you one of these, and then we'll talk on Sunday," um, referring to his belt to McIntyre, and he just heads up the ramp. Bleacher Report gave that an A. So look at that. Anyway, um, that's SmackDown. That's SmackDown. Here she is. I heard. I don't know how you guys feel. Like someone said that Roman Reigns is peaking now. Like he, you know, he was the man. And now he can now he can cut promos like yeah. as, a, as a heel, and I kind of agree. I'd buy that. Yep. The family is is pretty good. Again, Curtis, why are they building this up? Because the Rock's coming back. The Rock's mm. coming back. We <laughs> afford the Rock. Another Rock might be too scared to leave the house. <laughs> I almost had a comment, but I held it back. I held it in. That would have been bad. Anyway, disregard that. Disregard that we just said that. <laughs> Nobody heard nothing. Um, so, yeah, nothing else to add for the boys before we go to our next uh, part here? Well, our odd to Jericho. Our ode. 
I know it's an ode. It's an I knew that. Want to know why I knew that? Public school. Amen. <laughs> I actually did go to school for one year, so. <laughs> <laughs> wait you're supposed to go for like 13 yeah, yeah i was like jeez <laughs> all right so i guess i guess i'll start so this past week guys the y2j but don't call him that because he'll be mad that's not that's who he was it's not who, it's he, not is. who he is now it's not who he is now i ain't as good as i once was oh yeah <laughs> yes the leader of the inner circle first ever aew world champion um 50 years old this week chris jericho 50 wow he is old that's the mark right there i mean you wouldn't know it because he still dyes his hair but yeah true yeah. um trained by the great Stu hart and Ed Langley, um, he debuted October 2nd, 1990. So he's been here for 30 long years. Man, as long as I've been alive. Whoa. Woof. Same as The Undertaker. Same as The Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, why won't let me go to this? But my, I've never seen, I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever seen Jericho in, I'm trying to remember. I've been to so many WWE house shows. He might have been there once. I saw him once. You did? I saw him at NEW. He didn't wrestle, but he was promoting his book. Nice. Nice. Um, favorite moment is the list. It's got to be the list, right? That's pretty uh, – Ah, oh, man. You just made the – what? You looking at me like that for? Brian? You just made the list. <laughs> oh, I was like, I didn't – what? Yeah. What did I do? I think – like I have not been. I, I watched him as a kid, and I was like pumped that I had a wrestler with my same first name. Um, <laughs> that was about it. But I think what I'm most grateful to Chris Jericho for is a podcast. His podcast. Yes, I um, just listened to his episode with Jake Hager last night. Ooh, I will definitely listen to that. That's good. Brian, Brian, we were on our way to a conference in St. Louis, Missouri. So we had like a nine-hour car drive or something. We were. And I listened to his Halloween specials. This is 2018. I remember, yeah, I remember you talking about it. You're like, I'm listening to, I'm listening yeah. to Chris Jericho back here. Yeah, and he had a guest on, a man named, I think, Wes Germer, I think is his name. And he talked about Sasquatch experiences. Oh, and not. I, owe, man, I already heard all that's, about this that's Sasquatch. Started, that's, started. What? That's right. He is real. His, no, his thing. Do you want to be canceled? Mario, you're the host. What? Uh, no. <laughs> As a founding father of the podcast, it is decided. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Curtis, what were you going to say? I listened to his silly thing on uh, what's silly? it called? On Welcome Back. On Welcome Back. Yeah. yeah. I thought that's where you were going. Yeah, yeah but I, I owe my love to Sasquatch, or love of Sasquatch, I owe it all to Chris Jericho. <laughs> you are you <laughs> My uh, favorite thing from Chris Jericho was probably back 2009, 2008, the – I'm probably getting the year wrong, but the the save us, the like we had no idea who was coming. Every every once in a while, we'd get mm. the screen would flash and it'd say it's a save us, and then like a code. And it's a and and uh, the further the story progressed, uh, they finally cracked the code and it did it did save us, and then it just kept like flickering around and it ended with uh, Y2J, yeah. and that was his return and. Uh, Probably, probably 2008, I'm thinking roughly around there. Maybe even earlier, but that was uh, 
some of my favorite time watching Chris Jericho and his work in New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm. uh, his match with uh, Tetsuya Naito. Um, who else did he wrestle Pentagon? against? No. Did he wrestle Pentagon? No, he dressed up like Pentagon. Yeah. To oh, face yeah. Omega? Yeah, Kenny Omega and him had a match in New Japan as well. So those are those are some of the, the highlights of his career from my point of view as a fan watching. Clearly, he's done greater things, but I've, those are some of the best times I've enjoyed his work. Also, his double tag team championship with the Big Show? Yes. Jericho. 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 I saw a video recently of the fans at a house show throwing their DX um, – light up sticks that they used to have. They used to hold up the X with the sticks. Fans were just throwing them into the ring. And you could see how ticked off Chris Jericho got. Like he like took the belts off and like legitimately like threw them. And I was like, yeah, Chris Jericho doesn't usually treat titles like that. But uh that was a uh, pretty good. Matt, you got Chris Jericho moments. My my most memorable moment is just his debut in WWE and his his whole thing with the rock in that in that segment. The fans went fans went nuts and that was that was just a huge thing for him to be known right away from WCW. I feel like he built himself into something in WCW and him just getting that pop right away in, in WWE was iconic. Yeah. And he like rebuilds himself, you know, every 10 years or whatever. Yeah. He's got a talent for that. Brian. (laughs) It's kind of silly, but (laughs) I mean, I enjoyed watching, uh, Jericho in the ring and everything over his very, very historic long tenured career on any promotion that he's been on. Uh, I was, a, I was a family teamed up with edge, uh, as a tag team partner. That was pretty cool. Um, him and edge go way back actually doing like different tours with different Canadian promos. They're Canadian. They're Canadian. Canadian you know, them and Christian and everything. Um, but, uh, he's just, it always just cracked me up how, how wide, like spread he he was like even now like you know he's got a successful yeah. podcast he's still wrestling but like what, what rock god what'd you say a rock god rock god yes and 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 even like i don't know if he still does it but uh because i don't have cable anymore but i always would crack up as a kid i'd be like watching vh1 for like music videos and stuff or whatever and they do like the worst like songs of like the 90s or whatever and it's like they have all these people commentating on it and then randomly chris jericho and i'm just like this is awesome (laughs) so i'm just like what is he what does he do like like that is a man like matt saying like he built himself i think he just does that in every facet um you know just he just finds a way to make himself you know important so i mean incredible so anyway yeah great great uh historic career happy birthday chris jericho all right and the time he put Trish Stratus in the walls of Jericho. <laughs> All right, Mario, where would you put Jericho? Top five, top 10, top 25? What would, if you were to what put do you think of the wrestlers who belong on Mount Rushmore? He's not the first pick that comes to mind, but when you walk yourself through his career, the highlights, the lowlights. He deserves to be up there on Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Him, maybe Ric Flair. No, not Kurt Angle. Why would you put Kurt Angle? (laughs) You said Kurt Angle. I'm so glad you heard that because I was like, what? (laughs) What? I'm trying to to think who who else. When When you think of who are the best wrestlers 
from the time they debuted to where they are now on that Mount Rushmore, you're going to see Ric Flair, you're going to see Chris Jericho, you're going to see Undertaker, and I can't think of another person who even gets close to the careers they've had. I think what's cool about Jericho is, like, when you're talking about, <laughs> like, the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling is different than the Mount Rushmore of WWE. You know, and I don't know if he gets on the WWE one, maybe, but definitely pro wrestling in general. Yeah, for sure. All right. Say, so, Chris, you have similar opinion to Mario, yes? I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I would say he's, like, I don't know where I would rank him numerically. Like, he's definitely yeah. up there. Um, for sure like definitely top 25 potentially top 10 for me um but just even i guess because he was just it was my era like you know as i grew up you know like watching wrestling like you you knew wcw or wwe like chris jericho was synonymous like with that like you were like oh i wonder if jericho's gonna come out like oh he's got him in the walls the walls Mm -hmm. of jericho like you know it was just such a he was such a just again he did a great job of building himself like and and carry the brand yeah you knew who who he was and what he brought to the table so again yeah love love me some jericho so uh yeah yeah i mean you i think you guys are convincing me he deserves <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm glad you're differentiating between wwe and, and yeah. pro wrestling yeah. in general yeah it's interesting because not a lot of people would make him their favorite wrestler right yeah but he is one of the best wrestlers. Like, yeah. if I was to think about who's my favorite wrestler today, Chris Jericho's better than him. Yeah, right. You yeah. know? But Chris yeah. Jericho's not my favorite, right. but he's better than my favorite. Right. And Matt, I think what you're experiencing is what we've all experienced, is that, like, he doesn't come to mind first, but I can be talked into it, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. when yeah. you lay it all out, like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and again, it, it's him. Like, I – so I just watched – I don't know why I liked the match long time ago. Paul Brawl '96. He faces Chris Benoit. I'm gonna watch that today. I love. I love. We allowed match. to say that name? <laughs> yes, yes, we are. We're allowed to say we it. We are. <laughs> that, that was like a probably third or fourth match in. Probably no one remembers it. Uh, and it's when Jericho like almost made his debut in WCW, and he comes out charismatic. He's like with the "Come on, baby," and I'm just like, "Who is this guy?" Like, you know, but he's like right then he's promoting himself like he's trying to make himself charismatic and trying to make the people believe and that is just his career he's the total package he's got the charisma he's got he's got the in-ring athleticism and technique um you know i don't think you've ever heard people saying oh he's not safe you know like you hear that so much about guys like goldberg Nia Jax. like like he is i think just overall like you look at his complete body of work and his professionalism and just the way he carries himself consistency the longevity yeah, yeah. he he gave himself the it factor yep mm, yeah i I'm willing to bet with enough conversation, every wrestling fan would say that Chris Jericho is their favorite. So when yeah. I ask someone, who's your favorite wrestler? The silent part of that question is, who's your favorite wrestler? But you can't pick Chris Jericho because <laughs> he is the best wrestler. There you go. I'm mulling over what Mario just said. You're mulling it over? Yeah. What's there to mull over? I don't think he's completely right, but well, Ooh. dude, I, I, like here's the thing: if someone's like ever completely right, I mean, these are yes, opinions. these are opinions. Someone, someone could be like, "Hey, where do you put Chris Jericho?" And they'll say twenty-five out of out of the top one hundred wrestlers, and they'll say twenty-five. And then you like talk to him for ten minutes, and then he's either like one, two, or three. 
you know? It's like, you, you do realize he's the best wrestler in the world, right? And then it doesn't take much convincing at all. Will he ever be in the WWE Hall of Fame? Oh, 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 oh. That's I something. Okay, so so again, this is a no reference to anything else, but when I when I say this express form of expression, I think the WWE has a lot of egg on their face if they don't put them in. Personally, that's my view. Like if they don't, they look bad. I'm betting that Vince McMahon will be entirely out of the decision making yeah. process when that happens. Yeah, that's a nice uh, yeah. He'll probably be in a home. <laughs> I would actually I wouldn't be surprised if three, four years from now we don't see a homecoming and final send off of Jericho in WWE. Maybe even a universal title run. You heard it here first. Remember this podcast. Yes. If you've listened to this far, remember which, that. Which they do. I, I would agree. They do listen this far. I that's can good. check the average listen. That's good. And it's always a <laughs> full episode. That's awesome. nice. And hey, unless, that's, unless that's not a prediction. That's a fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Got him. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's everything we have for today. Kind of a longer-ish episode. Oh, yeah. Normal. Because I talked about New Japan. That's why it's so, yeah, so it's long. That's what took us over, yeah. That took, that took us over. Stinking Mario. What's our time right now? Is it almost two hours? No, that's inaccurate. Because when we restarted the third time, which, yes, by the way, people, this took three takes. Um, <laughs> you mean this isn't just one take? You just are, we have the illusion of perfection. Thanks. Right. Thanks. Kirk. Here's the thing. At, in my TV class I take at college, where my class is called. I thought one- you only went to school for one year. <laughs> yeah, that- he's in it. He's in it. That's your first year? Yeah. Oh. No, wait, no. At college. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> It just completely went over. <laughs> it did. Completely went over. But we they call us the one take wonders because oh, for our for our bits that go on television, it only takes us one take. There so, you go. Uh, especially when I'm in front of the camera, it's no problems at all. Oh boy. Oh boy. Actually I lied. It did take us two takes, oh, that one oh. Halloween thing. But otherwise. So all right, well that was episode thirty six, the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Guys, if you if you're new, welcome. Um, we're glad you're here. If you're here this far, man, you're super awesome. Uh, check us out at the PA Pile Driver Podcast, all one word, Instagram. Search us on Facebook, the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Check out our Teespring tour that is in the description and uh, pinned at the top of our Facebook page as well. Um, as always, guys, pbwwrestling.com, hightensionwrestling.something. It's in the description. I just forget. So it's not attention wrestling. What? Now Alex is gonna hate you, Mario. Good job. Yeah. No, no. What? What is it? What is it? Because I I know about PBW. You've introduced me a little bit to Let's that world. It. Let the world know. Introduce you to high attention right now on on camera. What is it? It is. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Is our buddy Alex, who has joined us twice, twice before. Uh, him and uh, the maestro Andrew. No, not Andrew. Is it Andrew? Andrew Scott? Andrew? Something Scott. And uh, they have High Tension Wrestling, which was supposed to kick off back in May, have a nice show in the Reading area, I believe. Um, but obviously, the COVID got canceled. Canceled. They, they've been doing Camp Leapfrog <laughs> on IWTV. So those have been interesting. I, I won't tell the first one. They did a second one, and they're doing a third one. Um, but, yeah. So that's – yeah. I And as always, support local indie wrestlers, guys. 
there, there are stores are out there. Johnny Moran, Christina Marie. Those are the first two that come to mind. Evander James. Evander. Does he have a store? I don't know. I'm just saying. Okay. Because he's better than both of those that you just listed. <laughs> but we love Always him. trying to get heat. Always trying to pick a fight. Ryan, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I, I support Christina Marie and Johnny Moran, you know, when I go watch them wrestle. It is what it is. No, I mean, you don't. She's no Mercedes Martinez. I was going to say. I'm just saying. She's a friend of the show, though. So She is a friend of the show. You're we've, right. We've exchanged pleasantries. She's a nice lady. That was the best part when we interviewed Moran. And <laughs> yeah. then she just and came she in. Just came in yeah. And you were like, what? I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Hey, uh, how's the rest of the Curtis Kowalski network doing? Oh, you got man, any it's going? The Stone 8 network, folks, let me tell you. If you're a big bowler, which a lot of wrestling fans – no, wait, get it backwards. A lot of bowlers are wrestling fans. And if you're a bowler, then you need to listen to our podcast. I'd be interested in the correlation. I'd like to see you, like, lay that out in a chart. <laughs> I see, like the I can lay Charlie Day with Brian, the, the we don't have we don't have the time words. or the crayons to explain this to you. <laughs> I bowled a two hundred four the other day. Hey, hey, hey. we got another bowl. That good, I guess. We're gonna talk about this off air. So. Thank you guys listening. Episode thirty six. As I pound the desk, um, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. Hopefully, I'll be here. Hey. And if you want some more great wrestling content, go over to the Tornado Tag Podcast and give hey. them. Hey, you know who else is good? Who? You head over to High Tension. They have, it's been a bit since they posted, but they had, oh, I forget the name of it. Oh, no. In the description. But, but they interviewed, they did really long interviews with Johnny Moran and Christina Marie. They did long ones. There you go. Long ones, like. Long. It's so great. Can I just say how great it is for them to be so accessible for the people? Yeah, man. What? Christina Marie and, and Johnny Moran. They just they're just great people. What? They are great people. I'm telling you, we need to have a cinematic match here at where we are at the headquarters. Between who? Uh we're gonna figure it out. But we're gonna have Jeff ref it and then uh, what? You're right, Jeff's gonna Jeff's gonna screw me over. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> Yes. Moran will pay him like five bucks. We'll yes. get Moran to come down. It'll be uh, it'll be me versus uh, Johnny Moran. Yeah, you heard it here first. It'll be on our YouTube channel, maybe someday, never. But uh, no, man, we do a six man tag, dude. Anyways, the idea is to wrap this up. Yeah, my yeah. my mind. <laughs> With that, we'll be right back. With that, no, no, <laughs> that podcast. No, no, no. We're gonna cancel you. Jeez. All right, guys. Thanks again for listening. Remember, two episodes away from the one-year anniversary show. Get excited for that. Uh, I think I might have a few tricks up my sleeve, so that'll be something. Mm. So, all right, we'll see you guys next week, hopefully. And uh, yeah, this was odd, right? Odd to Jericho? No. Oh, oh, to Jericho. Oh, I did man. it odd on purpose, Chris. Cool. Okay. On purpose. Yeah, an so. odor to Jericho. Okay. <laughs> On that note, you just made the list. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next week.